Hey everybody and welcome to this podcast with ServiceNow and KPMG. My name is Chris Pope, the head of our innovation team here at ServiceNow and I'm delighted to say that I've been joined by Lisa Hennigan, Chief Digital Officer of KPMG in the UK today. Good morning Lisa. Good morning Chris. Great to have you with us. So um, you know I want to talk a little bit about our partnership and, and what we're doing together at KPMG and ServiceNow obviously. Um, and recently we've had some really good press news and as ServiceNow started to verticalize its uh, elements of the business and I'll go to market for us to be able to expand that offering and sort of get the subject matter expertise, if you will, that we need. Healthcare has become a key play area for us in terms of what we're doing. And there's a great press release recently from uh, Vince Vickers, who heads up the, uh, the consulting side of the healthcare industry and really sort of talking about how the partnership with ServiceNow and how they can help take that to the healthcare providers really with the outcome of, you know, ultimately benefiting patient care, um, the clinical experience, the clinicians, the doctors, the nurses that, you know, more relevant than they've ever been, certainly during lockdown. And But how do we help them not only sort of look after themselves, but the patients and the workflow and the digital solutions around them. And, you know, we're super happy and proud that we partner with KPMG and the subject matter expertise that you guys can help bring us. But, you know, that's just one area. You know, and I think with your title of, you know, Chief Digital Officer, it'd be really interesting to understand from your viewpoint, um, obviously, we're the technology side of things and, and you guys are more on the consulting side and, and have reach into massive amounts of markets across the world. But from your view, Lisa, as, as the CDO of KPMG, what do you see? What are sort of the trends and, and what are the clients coming to you and saying, look, you know, how can you help us in this space? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a very interesting one. And as we see where we are in a uh, COVID world, uh, we are seeing that every organisation in every sector and every geography now has digital transformation at just about the centre of their strategy. So every conversation that I'm having with clients is really around how they can quickly start to deliver outcomes in a digital transformation journey. And in order to do that, it's critical to have a sector perspective. It's critical to understand the, the challenges and the opportunities in the sector and to be able to then map those through to what does a digitally transformed business look like and how do I then start to um, address and approach the transformation. So uh, we come at everything with our clients very much from that sector perspective. We use what we call is connect Connected Enterprise, which is our digital transformation framework to enable us to link together the challenges in the industry with the attributes of a really successful digital business and to help our clients then work through, right, what are the outcomes that they can deliver and how can they start to transform quickly? Yeah, it's a great point. I love that sort of, that pivot, if you will, or that looking at the outcomes first, not necessarily the technology and, and what are the problems we're actually trying to solve through that partnership. Um, and, you know, and I think it's it's more important than ever that, that we're doing this jointly with our customers, with your customers and so on. Have you noticed any sort of, I guess, change or in, in terms of the speed or the urgency that maybe your clients are starting to make these decisions where I think historically we've seen, you know, longer sort of, proof of concepts or RFP type processes. Have you seen in terms of that, you know, connected enterprise that you're coming to market with? Are your customers making decisions faster or um, sort of 
not trust, that's not the right word, but saying, yep, this looks like the right thing to do. Let's go, let's get it done. Most, most definitely. Um, you know, there's no doubt. And I think we're all doing it in our own businesses as well, recognizing the need to adapt and change really quickly. And what I'm seeing more and more is that our clients want outcomes. They want us to deliver something and they are prepared to compromise in terms of what they get. Now, organizations aren't looking for a two-year transformation program. They're looking for something to address an issue, to create agility, and to be able to get it in and start seeing value quickly. So it's definitely changing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when you, when you think about that, from, a, from our viewpoint, right, a partnership, we gain a huge amount of um, horsepower, let's call it, with the organization that you bring to bear for us. In terms of the technology and the partnership, how do you see sort of, you know, that marriage working together of, you know, us, ServiceNow, the platform, plus, you know, the, 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 the power, if you will, that you guys bring to bear? Has that accelerated things in terms of, you know, the technology being available, the solutions we're providing and so on? Well, this is a really important one for us because we absolutely are not technology first. We are always first around sector and functional expertise. So we bring that to the party, but what we rely on is working with a platform like ServiceNow with the great technology which enables us to bring to life very quickly the content and the knowledge that we have. Uh, so that's what matters here. Uh, we'll never put technology first, but technology will be at the heart of bringing to life that content and expertise that we have. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, we, we've recognized that a lot as well, where, you know, we've created similar alliances. You know, you guys have got an enormous alliance with Microsoft uh, that was announced in terms of that workplace. We're also doing similar. And I think what you guys are bringing with Connected Enterprise, the powered by solutions as well, they're really helping those clients transform a lot quicker. And some of those decisions they may have sort of noodled on or have to think about previously, they're much more obvious choices now because I think you're really focusing on the outcome and the value to them and less of that, you know, this platform versus that platform and, and sort of, you know, those, those in the weeds conversations and that urgency that's required has sort of, as you said, sped up many of those decisions and, and what's, what's actually happening. I guess for me, you know, in, in sort of what you see, do you see any, I don't know, even geographic differences? We all know different countries are in different phases of sort of, you know, the lockdown easing, lockdowns coming back and so on and, and how businesses are operating. Have you seen any sort of geographical um, differences in terms of how that some of those clients are engaging with you? Are some things more important than others that may be of a surprised you or you've sort of gone, wow, no, this is, we're all struggling with the same things. You know, there's a, there's a way to make this happen. To, to be honest, I've been really surprised at how consistent what we're hearing from our clients is globally. It really, ge geography now, and I alluded it to it in my first comment, I think geography is really almost irrelevant in the type of issues that organizations are trying to deal with. You know, they're very quickly having to build digital fluency. Every organization is dealing with that. They're very quickly having to uh, be able to bring new products to market. And so the journey to the cloud is being accelerated in every country, every sector, 
every organization that we speak to. So to be, yeah, to be honest, it's very consistent. Right. No, it's good to know that we've all got the same problem in a way. I think there's a comfort in that somewhere. <laughs> We're all struggling with the same things. And do you think, you know, as part of this, there's been, you know, you've got your methodologies as do we and, and, and customers sort of, you know, align around good practices and, and very often look to uh, organizations like ours of, you know, well, other people are already doing this. What does good look like? And not don't tell me the five things I shouldn't do. Tell me the five things I should be doing. Have you seen any of those sort of lessons learned change from what you thought previously or, or this new way where we don't have this proximity of sitting around a table together and discussing things in sort of maybe even a workshop style? Have you seen any tricks or tips or anything that's changed or that's gone new and you thought, yeah, that's a better way of interacting or, or attacking that problem? Well, it's an interesting one because in this virtual world that we all now sit in, the, the key that I think we've seen is that collaboration needs to become way more deliberate than it would have been in a physical world. So when, when you're with people, the outcomes that you get to, you can get to quite naturally. But when you're working virtually, you really need to be clear on what you're looking to achieve and how you manage the dialogue and create an environment that you can get to decisions and outcomes quickly. So that is definitely um, something that I've seen as, as, as a real shift. That's really interesting to think about it. You can use, almost use the collaboration, if you will, as a, not necessarily a forcing function, but a lot more deliberate than, you know, where you can't rely on body language anymore and sort of gauge the temperature of the room in terms of how things are going, how things are working and so on. Um, and I guess, you know, if we, if we sort of, you know, yes, the geographies, yes, the verticals, that all makes sense. If you sort of drop down another layer within, within any organization, we all know that this digital transformation journey is very much a C-suite conversation, often sponsored by one of the C-level execs. Um, do you see within that, whether it's, you know, the IT function or HR or finance or other areas, you know, is it sort of ubiquitous across the board that they're all running and they're trying to get these things done and transform in different ways? You know, we've had situations where vendor slash procurement teams have just overnight changed their ways of working because suddenly they need to adopt and adapt new technologies in this digital and remote and cloud first way that historically may have been a little bit slower. Have you seen anything there where there's been slight nuances in, or even those that historically may have been a little bit slower <laughs> coming to the table are actually now at the table waiting for you and, and ready to go? I think that's the point, Chris. I think that every function across an organization now realize the need to react and react quickly. Um, so yeah, we, if, I, if I look even internally in our own organization, we're using the situation we're in as a catalyst to drive change that traditionally could have taken us an awful long while. That cultural change is really at the heart of it. And there is an acceptance now that you can't spend three months assessing how you're going to do something. You actually need to react and change. And I think that's going to become increasingly important as we start to see people move back to the office and you have a mix of the virtual and the real world. So, um, you know, as we move forward, we're really gonna have to be clear before we end up with everybody just going back to the way things were before. People need to actually be prepared 
to do things differently. So we need to maintain that cultural shift. No, absolutely. And I guess, you know, with this partnership, you guys have lots of partnerships with all of uh, a lot of other technology companies from from your purview, I guess, you know, the solution that we're bringing to market together in the ServiceNow partnership, you know, we get to get some thoughts or insights from you, maybe some initial reactions, what that looks like, you know, what, what people are thinking, what people are saying, has it enabled KPMG to do things maybe it hasn't done before um, as part of, you know, the partnership with ServiceNow? Well, we obviously have a significant relationship with ServiceNow. We work across sectors with you developing many solutions. Um, you know, if, if we look at what we've been uh, releasing to the market recently around healthcare, uh, you know, it, it's a really important relationship for us because what it's enabled us to do is bring the really deep expertise that we have in healthcare. Um, you know, where we are driving initiatives around reimagining healthcare for that sort of growing and aging population. We focus on how we make patients winners, how we drive changes in the way the health sector integrates with society. But we have all of that experience, but we need the platform, the tools to enable us to make this tangible into benefit for that sector. So, you know, some of the things we've been doing with you there to really try and address the, the challenges in healthcare, I think are very exciting and we couldn't have done them without working with your platform. Yeah, that's amazing, that's really cool. And I think, you know, there's been many other, you know, we're making moves with financial services, telco and other areas. So I can only see, you know, good things and more things in sort of talking with Jens recently in a podcast we did together. I think there's some great sort of opportunities there around this whole concept of workplace anywhere, the connected enterprise a little bit as you mentioned earlier um and also you know the, the the microsoft relationship that we both have you know he and i discussed a few ideas there in terms of where we think potentially that might go and, and where it could go from there so i think you know maybe you know as part of this is just sort of you know if if you you had a bit of a crystal ball maybe um, i know that's difficult at the moment we seem to roll from week to week you know when we come back to whatever this new way of working might look like, were there, is there any sort of things that you think that that's just the way we're going to do it now and, and that's changed or are there things that we're just going to stop doing because that physical proximity, this, you know, always, almost always on sort of scenario is there now. Um, and I guess for your organization, you know, Lisa, you run a, a, a decent sized organization at KPMG. How has your ways of working of you and your team changed over the last couple of months? Um, well, I think everything has changed. I mean, we're all working in a virtual world and I'm actually very determined that it will continue to change and change will become the norm. So uh, the last thing I want is us all to go back to what we were before this crisis hit. But I think then as we look, as we move forward, what becomes increasingly important is that every organization has a small number of strategic platforms which it uses to enable it to change at speed. Um, and so therefore you standardize, you consolidate way more than we might've done in the past because we need to be able to get things to market quickly. We need to be able to change. So for us, you know, even internally, ServiceNow is a strategic platform that we will be using to enable us around you know, all elements of what we do uh, workflow related and really dr driving our organization to respond more quickly. 
Yeah. Well, that's music to our ears for sure. So we we appreciate that. And luckily I get to interact with lots of, you know, your colleagues across all the globe um, from a KPMG standpoint. So that's fantastic. And, you know, great company to work with, great, great people, great resources and, and interesting more than anything. You know, they have an opinion, they have a thought and they're not afraid to challenge. So, you know, as long as we bring that to market together, I think that'll be a great yeah. thing. So I think we're just coming up on time, Heath, Lisa. Um, I want to thank you for joining us today with this uh, this podcast and sharing some of your insights and, and what you're doing. So um, maybe we'll do another one in the future. But again, thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us. And uh, thank you to our listeners. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, we'll speak to you all soon. Thanks very much.